Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female, you may ask? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She constantly strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony, but knows that it requires being true to your priorities and what makes you happy. She is never complacent about striving for better and always nurtures the relationships with the people in her life. So let's get started. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, Episode 17. All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. Today on the show, we're talking to Kyla Gagnon. I'm so excited to have her on. She is a four-times fitness cover model, a bikini pro athlete, a sponsored athlete with Magnum Nutraceuticals, my sponsor as well. She is a business owner and personal trainer. She's voted best of the city in 2014 in her hometown of Victoria in British Columbia. She is a dog lover, a yoga lover, a travel lover, and a life lover. Kyla knew from a young age that fitness was something she wanted as a career, but wasn't sure what it looked like. Now over 10 years deep in the industry and more in love with it than ever before. She is helping men and women of all ages, shapes, and abilities transform into their best selves, both in person and through online coaching. And she's also one of my best friends. (laughs) So I couldn't wait to get her on the show. Welcome, Kyla. Thank you, my honey. You're (laughs) such a good talker. Like, you should be on radio or television. Well, this is my own radio show, technically. We're going to send you to the stars. (laughs) So when I first sent over the definition of alpha female that's on my website and all of the jazz about, you know, putting ourselves first, being proud, knowing our priorities, as well as leading a happy and healthy work-life harmony, what did you think of it? And how are you an alpha female? Uh, If I'm being really honest, my first thought was like, holy cow, I am so not an alpha female. Um, I was like... I am like barely breathing here. And then I thought about it and I thought of the women that I look up to, you being one of them. And I mean, you are the alpha female. And I thought, she's no different than me. Um, I can do that. And I thought, you know what? I work in in an industry that AI love, but is really oversaturated in the city that I live in. Hmm. And um, so you're kind of forced to like make it or not make it. And it's been almost 12 years. And, and I just, I'm confident and I'm comfortable where I am in my job. And I feel like, um, again, like I say, I'm almost forced to do it. I'm also working with men and women who every day are looking for someone to inspire them and to help sort of lift them and carry them in the direction they need to go. And that's my job. And and you can't do that if you're not confident as well. Yeah. And so whether I know it or not, or like it or not, I, I have put myself in those alpha shoes. And so it actually feels really good when you sit back and think about what you actually have accomplished. So it was a good challenge for me to look at myself as an alpha and realize all of the things that I have accomplished. And, and it gave me an opportunity to be really proud of what I've done. Mm, yeah. Cause whether or not you've like accepted the term or definition that I've created, it's allowing you to put a lens on 
oh crap, I can be really proud of everything I've accomplished. I am powerful. I am totally assertive in how I talk about myself, how I market myself. But also I wanted to get you on because you do take very good care of yourself as well. And so when I am looking for alpha females to put on the show, one of that qualification is, is that they have to know balance. Uh, everyone loves that or loves or hates that, that word. That's why it's yeah. harmony now, but they have to know that as well. So I had to get you on. So let's dive into some of the questions since we're talking about work-life balance and whether or not it actually exists. I like asking, what does your work-life harmony look like so you can give us a view into what some of your days look like okay so um i live with my very best friend we've lived together for eight years and it's the happiest house in victoria i'm sure of it (laughs) so i wake up really early i'm usually at the gym by 6 a.m and so if there's days where i'm going to sneak in some cardio or something first i'm up at the crack of dawn and i um snuggle the dogs really quick we've got two dogs and then i shuffle them over to Serena's bedroom and I sneak out the door I've got all my food prepped from the night before and I grab my little food bag get myself out the door and I'm either getting in a quick little sweaty cardio session maybe some yoga or I'm just heading right in for my first client and I mean I don't feel like my work is work I think that's one thing I'm really lucky about so I do feel relatively balanced all of the time I'll work however many clients I have booked let's say anywhere from one to four in a row before break. And then whenever my first break comes in with clients, I'll sneak in my first workout or my workout. I shouldn't say my first. Because <laughs> you've I, already done potentially cardio. I've maybe already done cardio. So I make sure that I get in my exercise as soon as I can because it is really what makes me feel good. I feel like I'm definitely a better version of myself after I've exercised. So I make sure that's in at the very first opportunity I can. And then the rest of my day is kind of everything I've needed to do is done. And then I just get to enjoy my clients. And so when I'm done with work, I get to come back home to my really happy home and carry on with my food prep and work with some online clients if I have to or design some programs and and kind of rest and repeat. And it's just really, I'm very lucky to enjoy all of the people that I spend my day with, whether it is quote unquote work or not work. Mm-hmm. I do feel very, very blessed that that is my reality because I know that that's not a lot of people's reality. Yes. And on your days off, so when you're not in the gym, I know this because I follow you on Instagram, but you're doing epic adventures or being really good to yourself and relaxing. Totally. I love my weekends. Like, oh, I love my weekends. If you book me in on, like, as a client, if I've agreed to come and see you on a Saturday, like you are one of my favorites because my weekends are my time. So I, I do not set alarm clocks. We sleep till whenever, which is not late. We've got dogs that want to go out. So have a nice tea or coffee or we've been juicing a lot lately. So wake up and make a fresh juice, take the dogs out for a nice walk to the beach. And, um, Lately, been doing a lot more yoga on the weekends. And then Corey and I, Corey's my boyfriend, will typically head to the gym one of the weekend days if we're not up at the mountain. And we're really lucky that his family has a beautiful place at Mount Washington, which is our ski resort on the island. Mm-hmm. We get up there as much as we can. Last year, we got up almost every weekend, and it was absolutely incredible. Whether there's snow or no snow, it's just such an amazing place to be out, out, you know, like your outdoors and the most beautiful scenery with the dogs, no agenda. Yes. It's winter while we're recording this and I'm very jealous of all your snowboarding <laughs> pictures because right now in Toronto, it is like 
plus 11, <laughs> no snow. <laughs> so I, I love that you are spending quality time with the man and your dogs and your roommate. And um, that's why I think you have great balance. Um, and it's great to see that. So I can hear it in your voice when you talk about being there for your clients, but what else are you most passionate about? I think in a nutshell, um, life, like I was asked this question and I wrote it down and, and life and everything that you put into it. And I really do feel, well, we're in charge of our life. Like every day is because we've decided it to be a certain way. And so I myself have chosen to just fill my life with things that bring me happiness. And so that's my people, my work, my, um, extracurriculars, like everything that makes me feel good is how I feel my life. And, and so essentially everything in my life is what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that maybe wasn't put together well with words, but no, I don't think I could pinpoint thing like travel, sleep, sleep. sleep. <laughs> I'm passionate about sleep too. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Everything. I, everything that I choose to put in my life, there's passion for it. I love it. And I can hear it. And yeah, it's been amazing also to watch your travel journeys as you book epic trips and just take that time out of, because I know many entrepreneurs who work for themselves have a really hard time being like, well, if I take time away from my business and I'm not making money. So I do love that you have found that balance as well in your life. Yes. And I've been really lucky with wonderful understanding clients. We work well with each other's schedules and Mm -hmm. I try to be accommodating to them. And so if I need a couple weeks off, they're always more than, more than happy to give it to me. Amazing. Yeah. So as you embrace life and everything that you put into it, what are some of your daily health habits that you do to keep your immune system boosted? Mm, good question. I like to start my mornings, and I'll admit it, I'm not, I slip up, and it's not all the time, but my perfect morning starts with um, half an ounce of apple cider vinegar, half an ounce of lemon juice, some warm water and ginger, and maybe a little bit of honey. Mm. I take that as a little tonic, and that just helps to boost your metabolism, helps to support your immune system. Uh, it's a, I find it a really great way to start my morning. Sometimes I'll add a pinch of cayenne, maybe. And it cleans you out. She cleans your out. <laughs> I take multivitamin. I use um, the primer pack from Magnum, of course, and it's just got all of your essential multis, and it's just um, helping with, like, brain health and cell function and hydration and helping to balance out your pH and all of the good stuff has your omegas. And, and then my food is based around whole food. So I eat a lot of vegetables. Um, again, like I say, we've been juicing a lot, so we put in a lot of um, – really great organic nutritious foods in there and then I do my very best to choose like locally grown organic hormone free meats and you know avoid the basics I avoid sugar avoid dairy avoid wheat avoid things that don't serve me nutritionally mm-hmm. okay so while we're talking about food let me stop you around the juicing are you doing smoothies as well or are you um, like on a massive juice kick I'm kind of on a massive juice kick yeah I have nothing against smoothies. Corey actually made this amazing yam juice that we added some vanilla protein powder to. And it was very smoothie-like, the texture. And it was absolutely unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. 
Thank you so much for explaining Primer. It was funny because I think Heidi is two episodes before you and she just started talking about Primer and I was like, whoa, 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 we got to stop and explain this. It's an amazing multivitamin pack and I love it that that's a daily part of your routine. You also mentioned, I think, greens when we were talking a bit earlier. So I want to talk about that and just why you do that. So is it from like a an immune system or is it from a pH balancing? Do you just feel like more energetic when you get your greens? Kind of all of the above. You just answered my question for me, but I, (laughs) I, and I don't know how many of the people listening are familiar with pH balancing of the body, the acidic versus alkaline level. But if you look it up, I mean, it's crucial for um, health and disease prevention. And so keeping my pH in balance is very important to me. And a greens is a phenomenal way to start that process. Um, I feel great. I mean, you eat good food, you feel energized, you feel wonderful. And so I do, um, I keep a greens in my everyday. My greens goes in my post-workout. So mm-hmm. I, I know we're kind of hopping around here, but yeah. I'll yeah. a little bit of protein and greens post-workout just to help sort of balance everything out after the stress to the body. I love it. And I know you're a coffee drinker too. And that's one of the reasons why I balance my pH because I'm like, if I'm putting acidic coffee in my body, I got to at least support it before Uh, or after. Yeah. On that note, I just did a pH test with my dad and uh, the little saliva stick. And Mm -hmm. even with my coffee, I am proud to say I was on the dark end. I was offline. So that's awesome. I did one a long time ago when I was doing fitness competition still. I think you can just pick it up at a like a natural food store. Yeah, you can. Awesome. So if any of you listeners are interested, definitely something to take a look at and work with a naturopath on to understand the results. <laughs> Other than like the cardio in the morning and then like workout midday, talk to us about like what your workout may look like and anything else you are incorporating into your week. Okay. So I, like yourself, have competed – multiple times in different fitness and bikini competitions. And so when I'm training for a show, my training is significantly different than what it is now. I'm, I'm definitely um, a floater. I like to do different things all the time. And so right now I'm practicing yoga probably five times a week and I'll lift weights. I'm going to say three to four times a week currently. And so I, I like to work the glutes. I like to do legs and glutes. I'd say probably twice a week and I've started increasing um, the use of resistance bands. I just find it so great for activating the glutes and creating nice, strong, healthy hips. So that's been fun for me. So like banded squats, banded deadlifts, and uh, definitely getting some more um, sensation in my hips and my glutes. I have some issues there from a car accident. So, And then I'll usually do some shoulders and back and just sort of postural exercises. And of course, a lot of core it's a little bit choppy right now. Like I'll kind of throw in training days here and there if I know I'm maybe not going to get to a yoga class. And uh, I would say cardio probably three or four times a week. And I'm usually sticking to um, stair sprints or treadmill sprints. It's a little cold for me outside here, so I stick to inside. But I'm definitely a hit cardio girl. I don't like long distance. I know you're a runner, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't do it. So I'm like a 20-minute hit get me done get it over with I like the sweat I don't like the process (laughs) yes and I actually kind of love when you're doing 
your kind of longer cardio days around when you get ready for fitness competitions or photo yeah. shoots. Because of our time difference, we're three hours apart and we, yeah. we FaceTime occasionally while you're sweating on a gym machine and I've just gotten to the office and it's kind of epic. <laughs> and it would get me through my 45 minute session. Yeah. I it. <laughs> so whenever the next competition or photo shoot is, that's when we'll hang out more. <laughs> How are you challenging yourself fitness-wise? Because you've been in the industry so long and you know what you're doing. So how do you kind of like switch it up or keep it interesting? It's a good question and probably something I should focus more on because I am a creature of habit. I will stick to what I know and what I'm comfortable with really easily. A lot of my friends do a lot of Olympic lifting, which I find super awesome, but a little bit scary because I don't, I'd want to be coached in it. I don't want to just throw myself into it. And I'm just having a hard time timing-wise scheduling someone who could come in and help me out. But Olympic lifting is something that's really interesting to me, and I'm really excited to add that into my training. I think it's super important, and functional strength is kind of where it's at. That's amazing. I had a coach right before my last fitness competition, so this was 2013. It's been a while. But he taught me certain lifts, so I know how to do, like, hang cleans and push press and, like, push jerk, and that's it. So I've got, like, three moves. (laughs) But I think those are really good bases for all of the other lifts, aren't they? Yeah, they are. So I have always wanted to do more, but I'm, like, I know these three, and I'm just going to keep working on the form. But, yeah, it's true. You need a coach because even if you were to watch YouTube videos – everybody has different form and you you don't know if you're actually learning from someone that's doing it properly. Totally. Um, so as much as I'm a big proponent of like watching YouTube videos to teach yourself new things and even like get ideas for workouts, definitely Olympic lifting and all of the joys of that need definite like in-person coaching. Absolutely. hundred percent. All right. So you have a massive jam packed day. I love that you cuddle with the dogs in the morning uh, and at night. Is there anything else that you do to wind down at night and reduce your stress? Um, I journal. Now that's not necessarily like the last thing I do at night to wind down, but it's something that is part of my evening. I journal and I sort of talk about gratitudes and things that went on in the day that we were happy with. I do that both with my roommate and with my boyfriend actually, which is kind of cool that we can share that. Hmm. So it's nice to remember the things that happened in a day that were really great, even if they were really small and felt outnumbered by things that might have been stressful. And so I think just remembering that, that there are really great moments, it it shifts your energy and it kind of just calms you right back down again. Yeah. Yeah. You're a journaler. I got a Christmas present from you this year. Mm -hmm. I gave you an intention journal. (laughs) I use it all the time. (laughs) Are you using that in the morning or just whenever in your day? I kind of actually use that in the evening, even though I set my intentions in the day, I'll write my intentions in it. And then I'll also kind of write stuff, whatever you journal about (laughs) stuff. I love it. Yeah. And I love that you have both a written journal uh, practice, like a gratitude practice, because I have a a written journal, but uh, I actually shared on a Periscope just recently that I now have an in-person gratitude practice with my boyfriend. And it's nice to be able to share that with another person. And I've talked about parents who have children and are doing that at the dinner table. And I love that the gratitude can be something that's community based instead of just a solo practice. I think it's really important. I think people sometimes, I don't know if they're embarrassed or they feel insecure or nervous to 
to say what they're grateful for. It's kind of like at the Thanksgiving table. Everyone's like, well, what are you thankful for? And I remember being a kid and feeling really pressured to, like, say the right thing. Mm. Really, like, you can be grateful for the most, you know, the smallest little thing, and that's wonderful. And so I just think it's good to push that out of people, like, really force them to think about, no, really, what are you? Yeah, and it doesn't have to be altruistic. Like, it doesn't have to be either, like, I am so grateful that I was able to build a school in Africa. Like, it doesn't always have to be so selfless. Like, they can be selfish things. But it's like, I am so grateful that I have the ability to pay for the roof over my house. (laughs) Like, things like that. Um, So, they can be selfish in nature, too. And. I think that part of the practice is also like reframing things or just being grateful for things that you might take for granted. So I love that. Okay. So usually when I send over the definition of alpha female or if someone hears that I call myself an alpha female, they don't really understand how I'm trying to make it a positive movement. So there's usually like pain points that I'm problem solving for on a daily basis. So as an alpha female, whether it's personality or misconceptions, what's something that you're constantly problem solving for? Um, I think that as an as a alpha female, <laughs> entrepreneur, business owner, girlfriend, best friend, daughter, all of these labels that we get. We, and maybe not all of us, but myself, yourself, like we're, we're sharing our experiences on whether it be social media or with our friends. And it may seem as though we're kind of doing it all and everything's really great all the time. Mm-hmm. And people start to think, oh, well, she, she kind of does everything. She can do everything. She'll just do everything. And I think part of being a strong woman, whether that's, you want an alpha female, it's saying no and understanding you're, I'm saying yes to all of the things that are going to serve me best and serve my people best. And so that it means being able to say no to things that people just sort of assume that you're going to be able to do or that you will do or that you'll say or not say. And it really is just um, finding the power and the ability to focus all of your attention on kind of your 90%, like what's, or sorry, your, your 5% of what is most important to you. Yeah. So it sounds like it's like the ability to say no gracefully, but you're really saying yes to certain things. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is a hard skill. And I'm sort of just, I feel like this year has sort of been the year I've gotten really good at that. Mm, <laughs> I'm still it. struggling because it's more so I want to be there for as many people as possible. And I think the heart, my personal one, and I hear this when I listen to entrepreneurial podcasts, is saying no to coffee dates. Yeah. Is really hard for me because I want connection and I want to build relationships. But if I haven't seen my best friends in a few months, Mm -hmm. then I'm starting to say, well, no, I could be scheduling a yoga date or a dinner date with one of my best friends who I know needs me. And I just can't do that coffee date. But I have such a hard time saying no. (laughs) It is hard. It is hard. But I think people start to appreciate it because, you're. I mean, you're going to say yes at some point. And that yes is going to mean that that's going to be the best visit. Like if you're saying, 
uh, yeah, I can do that, but your head and your heart and everything is kind of floating elsewhere. You're not really there anyways. So if you need to say no a couple of times so that you can free some space to say yes and really be there, then I think that's a lot more important anyway. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was in my early 20s and I asked to pick someone's brain by going out for coffee and I hadn't thought it through. I hadn't read any blog posts that people have put out there about like how to, how to do the coffee brain picking. And a person said no to me and I was like, that's horrendous. And I was so upset. And now like <laughs> 10 years down the road, I was like, oh, I know what they were doing now and I can appreciate it. <laughs> but it's definitely hard when you may not understand that there is a need for people to say no. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I'm, I'm even learning it with the podcast, asking to interview people and they're saying, I can talk to you three months and it's like, okay, I'll reach out then. <laughs> and just not, not taking it personally. Exactly, because it's not. It never is. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right, so we've talked about all of your healthy habits and how you have found work-life harmony. But one of the most important things in my definition of alpha female is that to have work-life harmony, we have to stay happy and healthy the entire time. And so we've talked about what you're most passionate about, but I'm wondering if it's similar in this definition. But how do you define happiness? It definitely all fits together. Um, feeling at ease, feeling like I don't need to do anything differently. I don't need to say anything special. I don't need to... I don't need to worry. Everything is where it's at and I'm feeling comfortable inside my skin. It's kind of like how you feel at the end of a yoga class when everyone's, you know, saying they're um in unison. Like everything is exactly where it needs to be and nothing is more comfortable and content and that is happiness. And I think when I can feel that way throughout my day, things are definitely going right. You know what I mean? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Oh, and I love that you use the word ease. Because I think that's such a beautiful word and it's one of my core desired feelings is that I just want to move through life with ease. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I truly appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for inviting me. This episode is sponsored by the Live Like an Alpha Female Video Challenge. Are you ready to take charge of your fitness and health routine? Are you ready to get organized so that you have more time to spend with your family or friends or loved ones without feeling always stressed? That's why I created the Live Like an Alpha Female Video Challenge. It's a five-day video series that helps you decrease stress, get organized, and find more time in your day to go after all of your crazy big goals and dreams. We'll tackle things from fitness, how to be proactive with your health and nutrition, ways to stay healthy and less stressed at work, and also go through all of my smartphone organization tips. Sign up at robinbaldwin.com forward slash alpha female for the free video challenge today. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, and I would love you to eternity and back. If you would be so kind to open your podcast app of choice and leave me a rating and review. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com. That's Robin with a Y, B-A-L-D-W-I-N. And join us next week for another inspiring chat. I hope you have a spectacular day.